Daily Draft Report. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. This is Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Today, we're going to do another Mock Draft Monday. This is one of my last ones. So, Actually, this is the last one. We're not going to do any next week. I'm going to shut down next week. It's been a ton of fun talking about these prospects, and I'm ready to focus on the draft next week. And, you know, it's finally here. So today, we're going to do kind of an interesting Mock Draft. I found this one this, this weekend, and I wanted to make sure I talked about it because it's one of the more realistic expectations I can find. I don't know. I just really like the picks in this one. I mean, obviously, it doesn't account for any trades or anything like that, but that's something that, you know, obviously none of us can predict. So it's the Draft Network's Kyle Krabs. He did. Uh, Kyle is one of the ones that I really like to follow on the site. Uh, Draft Network does a lot of really good work in general. So, and Kyle's one that I really like. So, Kyle's mock draft has, you know, the top, there's not a lot of surprises here, but there are some that I really wanted to talk about. Hutchinson going, Aiden Hutchinson going first, Caden, Kayvon Thibodeau going second to the Lions, Kyle Hamilton to the Texans at three, which is ironically like these three are well, who I consider the top prospects in the draft. Uh, the top three, you know, defensive guys. So these are ones I really like. Uh, Jets taking Sauce Gardner at four, Giants taking Evan Neal at five, Panthers taking Ecom. Ikim Ikwonu, <laughs> I don't know. I suck at names. Anyways, Trayvon Walker taking Giants. And doesn't have our first offensive guy going until the 10th pick. And there's the Jets taking Jamison Williams, which was a little bit of a surprise. But they've been continually mocked to have a to have a wide receiver. And why not take the one who had probably the best season last year? So Jamison Williams going 10th to the Vikings, or to the Jets. Sorry about that. Uh, Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Washington at 11. So they've often had a been mocked to take a offensive player as well. So the next offensive player, he has the Chargers taking Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State, which is kind of a surprising because once again, not a guy who a lot of guys consider one of the top wide receivers to be drafted, but maybe the NFL thinks differently. Yeah, I mean, I do like the fit there. Uh, the fit in San Diego is San Diego. Good Lord. Um, yeah, wherever they play nowadays, Los Angeles. There you go. The fit there is amazing. I actually really like that fit. I just don't know if I like it at 17 and ahead of other wide receivers like Garrett Wilson and Traylon Burks. So, and then speaking of Garrett Wilson, he has the Eagles taking them at 18. So there we go. Another wide receiver for the Eagles in the first round. So maybe, but I feel like they've actually got it right. So I really like Garrett Wilson paired with uh, Devontae Smith. I think that's a really good duo and a really good, it'd make, uh, I mean, give Jalen Hurts a couple guys who have really different skill sets. I mean, Wilson's more of a complete wide receiver. So I think that that's really going to give them a hell of a duo going forward than if Rager can ever get his hat out of his ass, then you know, it's a, a really good trio. So the Saints taking Jahan Dotson at 16, which I hate. Don't see him going in the top round. I mean, I just don't know. As much as I've watched Dotson this year, um, I just don't know. I just think he struggles a little bit too much with his hands and things like that. I think he makes great catches. We talked about it when I talked about him a couple months, a couple weeks ago, but I like his hands as far as making these amazing catches, but he seems like he has concentration issues and things like that on basic catching. So I, I just don't know if I like it there. Malik Willis going to the Steelers at 20. And I mean, just I don't know, the Steelers tend to, 
seem like they tend to get whoever they want and falling here to 20 would be crazy and they would get who they want. You know, I mean, I think it's pretty, no surprise at this point. I mean, as many as I've done of these, as many as I've talked to you guys, Malik Willis to the Steelers has been like the dream location for him. Uh, Devin Lloyd to the Patriots at 21. I love that. He's one of my favorite players in this draft. 22, Drake London to the Packers. That's just naughty. I mean, it's just a naughty, naughty pick. And definitely, I love that he can step in and do some of the things that Drake, that Devontae Adams did and, you know, obviously upgrade that um, wide receiver core in an instant. So uh, Drake London there is a hell of a good fit. And I think it would be just make Aaron Rodgers very happy. Next offensive player we got is 28, Traylon Burks to the Titans. I just don't like it. You know, I just don't. We've talked about it before. It's been a popular mock draft um, location lately for the Titans. And I just don't like it just because I think that Burks is, has the ability to be a wide receiver one and to really push an offense. And Tennessee is not an offense that really pushes it. So I like, you know, I like his fit opposite A.J. Brown as far as skill sets. But I just think it caps his upside as what he can do in that offense. So, you know, obviously they rely a lot on Derrick Henry and they rely a lot on A.J. Brown. And I just don't see Burks putting up wide receiver one numbers in that offense. So 30, Sky Moore to the Chiefs, which I think is just a naughty, nasty pick as well. So I think I've been one of the biggest vocal advocates of Sky Moore and getting him on the Chiefs would be hell of fun. Just a guy who... Obviously can't replace Tyreek Hill, but can do some of the things that Tyreek did and run a lot of the same type of plays that Tyreek did. Obviously not as explosive, but it would allow that offense to possibly transition better. And I just, I really like the fit there. Uh, The Lions starting round two, we'll blaze through the round two real quick. He's got the Lions going Desmond Ritter at the top of the second at 34, which I'm not a big Ritter fan. I, I know that the NFL community, the draft community, everybody seems to be buzzing about Desmond Ritter, and I still don't just don't know. I think his his upside is cap, but I think if he's going to go into a situation, the Reliance is one of the better ones he could go into. He can sit behind golf for a year or two and learn and possibly get better. I still would rather see them take a guy like Corral or Howell or Pickett. You know, just one of the. I think the, all three of those guys are a little more. NFL ready, but who knows? I mean, I've been wrong many, many times in my life. Ask my wife. I'm wrong at least 10 times a day. So uh, Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati, or Cincinnati quarterback, going to the Lions. He has, let's see here, scroll down a little bit. The Bears taking John Mechie the third. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't love it there. This is kind of a confusing one. He has the Falcons taking Isaiah Spiller at 43, the first running back off the board from Texas A&M. With Brees Hall on the board, I'm really super confused by that. Um, I just don't see that being the case. I think if the Falcons come on the board and all three of those wide receivers are there, it's Brees Hall. I mean, I don't understand that one. Let's see, Christian Watson to Washington in at pick 47. I think it's a good uh, good fit opposite of Terry McLaurin and gives them an, an, a versatile weapon that can do a lot. I like that. The Bears taking David Bell, doubling up on wide receivers there. Mechie and Bell, um, kind of an interesting combination. So, yeah, David Bell is kind of a solid guy that I just I like as a guy who could do a little bit of everything. Just a solid guy. Solid wide receiver, too. So Um, the Saints taking Kenny Pickett at 49. I'd be surprised if he makes it to 49 as much as we've heard the last couple weeks. But you never know. Uh, 50, (laughs) Kenneth Walker to the Chiefs. I kind of like it. I mean, I think, you know, they maybe say, screw it. CEH is not who we want. 
And Kenneth Walker, man, he would be a lot of fun in that offense. A lot of fun in that offense. I love him as a, as a runner. I think he's a patient runner and one of the best actual runners in this class. So I love that to the Chiefs. I don't think anybody is anybody I've seen has put them getting at one of these top running backs at pick 50. Once again, Brees Hall still on the board, so I'm confused. Uh, Packers take George Pickens at 53, and Pickens is another guy who's all of a sudden getting a lot of buzz going round one. So I'm kind of you know interesting to see. I don't think he's a round one guy, the round one talent, but you know he's had a crazy career. So the Packers getting him at 53. And pairing him up with, gosh, who did he get in the first round now? I can't even remember. I feel like it's been 20 minutes since I talked about the first round. Drake London, there you go. Drake London and George Pickens on the outside. Oof, that could be really mean. So I kind of like it. Cardinals taking Calvin Austin the third at 55 to replace Christian Kirk. I like it. Um, Austin's a dynamic slot guy, the guy I love a lot, and I would love to see him get around to draft capital. Sorry about that. Pick 58, Matt Corral taking to the Falcons. So they have Falcons take Corral and Spiller in this round and just totally revamp their offense. I I like it. I like it a lot. So Um, 63, Isaiah likely tied in the coastal Carolina. I don't know why he would be picked with Trey McBride still on the board. So, Kind of a confusing pick there for the Bengals. I think they definitely have a chance of going tight end, but not Isaiah likely over Trey McBride. So that's that. I know that this, the more mock drafts I see, the more I hear, the more, you know, we have our ears to the ground, the buzz and stuff is that I'm honestly thinking that we, we know a lot less about this class than any class in the history, I swear. And part of it is because of, we've talked up and down ad nauseum about how blah this class is you know and how you know and it's not as blah as i think some think it is but it's definitely very up in the air you know like the fact that Brees hall is still on the board going to the third round of this mock draft is something that could happen but i don't think it will but i also think that you know what we hear is that nobody knows you know the nfl values these things values these players so much different than we do and who knows what they see so this is my last mock draft Monday. I kind of threw a crazy one at you guys, but I think we really have no idea what's going to happen. And, you know, I think the Packers Chiefs take a wide receiver. That's about all we know at this point. So, and then, you know, who, the Pittsburgh's taking a quarterback. So that's almost seems like the only certainties we know anymore. Uh, everybody seems to think Aiden Hutchinson's a locked in first pick. I don't even think that's locked in, you know, so. I still think Thibodeau's a better player. So this, these are all things that, you know, we don't just don't know. It, it's crazy. So everybody, this has been a lot of fun. This is my last mock draft Monday. Like I said, I have had so much fun doing these just for something different to do after I've talked about so many prospects. So got a good show for you guys tomorrow. Thank you all very much for listening as usual. And we will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>